Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to Kevin's Barbecue Joints Podcast. In this episode, I talked to Cameron from Smoketown Barbecue, and that's Smoke, S-M-O-A-K, Town. Smoketown Barbecue, like Smoke and Oak. It's such a good one. I've only heard amazing things about their food, and Cameron's such a great guy. You're really going to love this. I can't thank him enough for taking the time. Remember to stay safe and visit your local barbecue joint. Oh, yeah. No, th- those reviews, they used to mean so much, but then you see some people that get on there just to kind of run your day, so it's like, uh, yeah. don't even worry about them anymore. Yeah, and if they have the time to write, like generally the people either they love it and they have that, or they're friends and they really want to write something good, or they hate it. and They I mean, just hate everything yeah. in life and they just want to vent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we, we got a two-star review one time for uh, flying. A, uh, I'm a Razorback fan. Uh-huh. So we we had a Razorback flag flying on like a Saturday game day, and they like wrote a two star review that like, these people are from Arkansas. You can tell it's like what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, uh, all over a, a flag we flew. <laughs> can I yeah, keep, can I keep can I keep that in here? I think that's funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. You, you can you can you can tag uh, Rice Barbecue in that too. <laughs> Woo pig! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's not a fan at all. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah doesn't he get people riled up in line isn't that what uh, oh yeah yeah they call the hogs all the time that's hilarious Cameron good afternoon how are you doing good how are you I'm doing well today being a Tuesday what what are your hours just to get them out front so people know so uh we're Wednesday through Saturday and right now during with the heat we've kind of cut back our full barbecue so we're doing Wednesday Thursday is just our brisket burgers only more like you know made to order items Friday and Saturdays at full barbecue menu we open up at 11 and we basically go till we sell out which has been going till about six okay. but you know when, when the weather gets nice it sometimes goes down to three o'clock two o'clock so gotcha and as, as fall comes that'll right happen, yes right. last week when we did uh brisket burgers we did over 250 of them and uh you know people wow. people they, they want us to make more but it's like we that comes just from our brisket trimmings so it's not like we can you know make more burgers means we're we're making everything that we have those look really really good so i'll, I'll try to be smart enough and photo put a photo here if not it'll be in the intro oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah those look really good okay so but then as as we get creep into the fall do you think that you'll then wednesday uh wednesday thursday do you think you'll have more of a full barbecue menu or is that well not? yeah uh, so wednesday's always been burgers only ever since we started so Wednesdays will always just be brisket burgers only, but Thursday will come back to be in full barbecue menu. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I, and you've changed locations since like I, like in the last couple of years. So we'll, we'll get to that. So how, how okay. did you, how did you start? Where were you born? I was born in Fort Smith, Arkansas, but we weren't there long enough to like remember anything. I think we moved when I was like two, then we moved down to Corpus Christi then Oklahoma and back to Dallas. Wow. My dad, he's he's in the he's an engineer, so he was moving, you know, with work. How was that moving a lot? It, I, we it was all done by the time I was like five, so it was kind of, oh. yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember anything. Yeah, if it was traumatic, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just I just remember being in you know Rowlett my whole life pretty much. Okay, because I I was gonna say because if you know if you're older, it does affect you. Be you know make this new group oh, of yeah. friends and then get that's a right yeah that, that was one thing my parents just wanted us to be in the same school district they didn't want to take us out of schools you know so they got to got to where they wanted to be and raised us from there that's smart you said Rowlett yes Rowlett is that in which is a suburb of yeah Dallas? it's it's uh it's about 20 miles east of Dallas okay kind of close to where you are right yes yeah it's actually like 10 to 15 minutes from where we're at right now okay so then what's the Arkansas connection did you go to college just, uh 
No, I, I didn't go to school there. I wanted to go to school there. I actually went to school for uh, paramedic and firefighting. Oh. Went to school back in 2010, 2011, back when it was really hard to get on at a fire department. So then I changed career paths. I got in sales, did that for a little bit. Then I got into the barbecue business. Okay. Other than being born in Arkansas, that's kind of my only relation <laughs> with the Razorbacks. You just love the Razorbacks, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And if you saw the beginning of this episode, we were talking about uh, a wonderful Yelper that saw uh, yes. a, fl- a flag, <laughs> which which makes all the sense of the world that you give someone two stars for a decor. Right. Yeah, that's it's like if, sometimes people give like one stars for like a bathroom but being not clean, <laughs> like when like the bathroom the person before is the one that made it dirty. Anyway, so it's kind of it's silly, but so okay, so that's that that's a connection there. But then being like one to be a paramedic firefighter. Is that still in your blood? No, it's not. I, I basically hung it up whenever I got to the age of 30. Because here you have to be like under 33, 34, I think, is like when you have to pass the physical. Oh. And I was kind of just creeping up on that. And I got into barbecue when I was, uh, let's see, I'm 33 right now. So when I was 30. So I kind of just got into barbecue and figured out that's what I wanted to do. I have a couple of buddies that are, you know, on fire stations. So if I ever get the itch i can always go just ride out with them and get yeah, the uh, extra inliner hut and then come back to your real life yeah. right yeah like like i have time for that yeah so I, <laughs> so I think there's a there's a fun story about how you got specifically into barbecue but were you into before that story were you cooking a lot at home i started cooking at home probably back in 2019 so i, I was very new to it family and friends always told me man your, your food's really good you know they're, they're not going to turn down free food and tell you it's not good for free. Yeah, of course. It, it all came down to, there was a little local uh, barbecue competition in Sulphur Springs, out where uh, Slaughter's is. Yeah. It was at a brewery, Backstory Brewery. Uh, my dad was like, hey, you need to, you know, go go enter this and see what other people say. And I was like, okay, I have nothing to lose. You know, I'll go do this. We went out there, competed, ended up getting second place in brisket. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess other people, you know, like my food and friends and family. I was like, I think this is what I want to do for a living, you know, barbecue. I had a fun time at this competition and I love serving people. And uh, they were like, are you serious? You know, this is just one time. And I was like, yeah. And it was, you know, it was in the middle of COVID 2020. So it, it was a, it was a big leap, but you know, it, it paid off and it's been worth it. Cause even like your wife was a little suspect. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. She was, uh, she was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so then we ended up selling our house in 2020 to start Smoketown. My in-laws, my wife's parents actually had some land over in Roy City at our previous location. Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, you can, you know, park your, start a business out here, do a food truck. You know, me and my parents, we went to get a food truck in Tyler, Texas, uh, East Texas Smokers. Uh, We basically parked it on her, uh, my in-laws property and kind of built it out there. That's pretty much how we started. How was that at the beginning? Like you didn't, did you talk, consult with anybody about opening a restaurant? Yeah, I had no clue what I was doing and no idea. And uh, looking back at pictures from 2020, I'm like, I can't believe I even opened up a place and was serving this to people. But you know, with barbecue, it's just, it takes repetitiveness and all that repetition. So. Well, but also all like the different things, like the hurdles you have to pass through inspections and things. How did you you just kind of, winged it yeah yeah pretty much just figured it out i got online and was uh you know calling uh the texas department of health and just trying to figure out what i needed to do i got a health inspector out there they came and uh 
approved us. They said, you're good to go. You can start selling. And I was like, oh, this, this is this is like real. And then we did a soft opening, which is supposed to be friends and family. And uh, the public ended up coming out. And it was like, it, we weren't ready for it. And so after the first day of business, I, I looked at my dad at the end. And I said, hey, I think I want to sell this thing. <laughs> Because it, it was just like, oh, it, like it sell was, it like completely. yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I, I think the competition was fun, but this is a different uh, animal. Like it's real. So uh, yeah, so it, that first that first week was just insane, and I didn't know what I got myself into. But you know, were we, you, were we you cooking over. on a homemade pit? It was like a three fifty or something, or yeah. It, so it was a three fifty on a trailer. Oh. It, so it had like a little pit room, and it it was a twenty four foot trailer. It had twelve foot of smoker pit room and twelve foot of kitchen. It's built by East Texas smokers, or was yeah, that- yeah, e- yeah. East Texas smokers is who built it. Okay, but before that, I started I started smoking on a pit barrel back in twenty nineteen, okay. and then my dad gave me his uh, little offset. It's probably like a fifty gallon, forty gallon offset that he kind of uh, started smoking on whenever he was you know in his forties, fifties, and it kind of passed it down to me, and that's kind of where I got into the liking the offsets and liking Texas barbecue. When you open up, what do you, what kind of menu? Like, how did, did you go to, yeah, other, so, like, did you go to other, I, I'm just trying to think of, and it's, this is during the pandemic. Like, yeah, it, starts it, a business it, during it, the pandemic. That's it was crazy. Uh, we, we basically went with the, you know, the, the normal barbecue menu. Uh, we, we hit up a couple places around like sessions. Me and my dad used to go to sessions. They, they were in Roy city in the trailer. And that was kind of our first craft barbecue experience. And we would go there and we would always, you know, meet there, you know, every other Saturday for, you know, a couple months. And we were like, wow, this is good. And then that's when I started cooking, you know, because I fell in love with just the, the craft behind it. So then I started getting it dialed in, watched a bunch of uh, videos on like Meat Church on YouTube and then did the whole Franklin video, yeah. you know, like, like pretty much like everyone starts no, that out. Makes and, sense. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Then you just kind of dive into it and just figure it all out, you know, on yourself. So the, the brisket that came in second place, do you look back on that as a good brisket? Oh no, I, I look back on that and it, it's uh, the trim job on it was pretty bad. And the reason I got second place apparently was because some of the bark was missing whenever I turned it in because I, I mean, I, I've never cut into, you know, a competition style brisket or anything. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I probably cut it, you know, all just, just messed up. Yeah. It's a different world then. They cut it differently. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Like that's the first person I've ever heard of that came in second place <laughs> in a, in a, like a local competition and then decided, Hey, you know, that's the green, that's the green light. To open up oh yeah. Yeah. The restaurant. And we, yeah. And I, I, I remember we went to a big Phil smokers. That's who built, you know, he's building my other thousand gallon right now. Oh, he built okay. the pre- previous thousand gallon. So we went to him before that competition. We're kind of just, you know, picking his brain like, Hey, what do we need to do to, you know, start a business like barbecue? Like what, what needs to be done? Like what kind of smoker do we need? And he basically was like, hey, uh, just, you know, you need to go to competition, see, get it down, see if people, other people like your food. And so we took that advice and basically entered that. And we're like, okay, we got second place. Let's start our own place. When I interviewed Big Phil, I think he might have mentioned you guys. Like, are you pretty okay? Yeah. Yeah. I actually just came back from there today. I was going to look at our other thousand gallon. We were talking about it. Okay. That's, that's good. But then how long did it take you to figure out the pits and stuff? And like, that's not like a bigger pit is different than what you were cooking on earlier. Yeah, it is. But with his pits are, they're, they're so consistent, you know, you can 
with his insulated firebox, you can basically throw in, you know, two to three logs in it and it, it runs at 250 for 45 minutes to an hour until you got to, you know, reset it. That's a good, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. His bits are really good. That's awesome. When do you get your second bit? Uh, it's supposed to be in two weeks. Wow. Before you move, cause you're in Rice, Rice City, which, right. and for people that might not know, it's east, like northeast of Dallas, kind of. Uh, it's, it's Roy city's east of Dallas, east of like Dallas. pretty much. Yeah. Directly east. But where you are right now is what a little bit more North or no, uh, no, no. So it, it goes, uh, so the, where I'm from is, so it basically goes Dallas, Mesquite, Garland, Rowlett, Rockwall, Faith, and Roy city. Those oh, are all okay. the cities along 30 as you head east. Gotcha. So Faith's between basically between Rockwall, Rowlett and Roy city. So were you during the pandemic? really doing well and then just like how did you like how did that progression go or did, were there times where you were questioning what you were doing or not really because we were in a spot we were right off the kind of a state highway 276 which was you know busy and it was something you know uh, it was kind of something in that area that people there's not much out there mm-hmm. so whenever we had you know a barbecue you know people in texas love barbecue and we yeah. Just so happened to be, you know, right in the middle of kind of a busy highway that so we would get business from that. During the pandemic, we I actually, I, I don't know if we were slow because we opened during it. And so I couldn't really like base it off, you know, previous years, yeah, but true. We, we seemed to be doing okay. I mean, I was basically, I wasn't making any money, but you know, I was doing what I love. So yeah, it's kind of a family affair, right? So yeah, my, uh, yeah, my in-laws had the land and my parents basically my dad and mom helped me, you know, purchase the the smoker. And they basically were like, we don't want to put our money in the retirement stuff. And we'd rather, you know, put it in the EU and watch you, you know, grow. Did they come off and to visit to eat? Did they, were they oh, there? my parents? Yeah. Were they there? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So my parents were in Rowlett, which is, yeah. you know, 15 minutes from us. So my dad was pretty much the one that was like, Cameron, I, th- I think you've got something in, in your cooking and uh, I think you should maybe pursue something, you know, and that's when we did the competition. And, but yeah, my, my dad's, my parents have always been my number one fans and uh, they would do anything for me. That's a big deal. Really? Yeah. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My, my uh, you know, my dad will come out there every Saturday and kind of do crowd control, you know, check on everybody at the tables as they're oh, eating. Cool. My mom will, my mom will come in and uh, run the window. Uh, your kids sometimes kind of help out. Yeah. Yeah. My kids. Yeah. So we, we live like three to Three three minutes from uh, Smoketown, where we're at now, so we're really close. My wife uh, basically works from home, or stay. She's a stay at home mom. Uh, she raises our two boys, so they come up there every now and then. So, how did you come up with the name? So, the name came from the competition. We were basically you had to enter a team name for the competition. Yeah. And uh, me and my dad were kind of just bouncing. We we went through like three hundred different names of just like what should, we? and it was just for a competition, but. We were like, okay, and we stayed up all night just thinking of, of different names for this to put on this little competition name, and uh, it ended up it ended up being Smoke because of you know we were using Oak at the time and kind of ah. blended those two together. But then Town was kind of like the you know the barbecue community. We wanted to build like a you know we made our uh, logo the water tower, as in like a community of like so where people can come and you know hang out eat barbecue. So it came up to Smoke Town. For that competition and it kind of just stuck that's cool that's a, have you yeah. googled have you googled smoke town and have people like put 
smoke small smoke properly it's like in oklahoma or something isn't there like another oh, oh yeah yeah so a lot of people they they, they call it the smoke house smoke like s-m-o-k-e town <laughs> but it's always misspelled and we always get asked you know why it's yeah. spelled that way but it's just it's with the oak we use oak and pecans so and oh, it, it wasn't it wasn't like we went into the th- into the competition thinking we were going to open a barbecue uh, business so it's kind of just a fun name but then it was like well this this kind of stuck with us so yeah. then that, that's when we just kind of branded it and went with it i wish i had figured out that it was with the oak ah oh, gosh because like oh yeah because yeah, i've typed it so many different times like doing research for this and doing things and i'm like ah oh, okay so that's that makes sense it's yes, smart, yes. Like, that's smart i didn't think ah i like i like yes. riddles a little <laughs> i wish i had caught that before i asked you that question but then how, <laughs> so then when did you when did you end up moving moving to our the new fate? location yeah it's your new location uh, so we moved in uh february of 21 okay to fate so we were in uh, Roy City. I think we opened in November of 2020, and we were there for pretty much a year. And then we, uh, Fate, came to us and asked us if you know if we wanted to be a part of their town, you know, growing town. And we said yes. So then we moved into downtown Fate. What's Fate like? So it's it's like a I think there's 20,000 people, but we're kind of it's like a downtown, and there's a bunch of neighborhoods around it. But Fate's great. We love the city, and we're. You know, we're looking for some land to, you know, do something bigger on. Okay. Not so much like brick and mortar, but just build a, you know, a bigger kitchen with a, you know, covered patio, climate controlled, you know, garage doors that can lift up so people can come enjoy the weather. And also if it's cold or hot, we can, you know, shut it down and, yeah. you know, to turn the AC heaters on, that kind of stuff. So right now it's set up the same way it was in Roy City. Right. Well. Yes. Yeah. We, we basically a food trailer. We have a pit room that's covered. We have a Connex container it's 40 foot that's where all our dry storage is and we just have picnic tables outside yeah so it, that would be nice to have the ability for yes. storage and then also too if you go back into custom sausage making you'll need a lot yes more yeah. yeah yeah that's kind of what we we have in our little shipping container kind of a little it's like an eight foot prep table that we do the sausage on when we're making it like we had kind of talked off camera the summers are they're a bear and they, like recently a lot of different pit masters and a lot of different uh, barbecue joint owners have talked about the fact that it's, it's a slower summer and it's a harder summer. And with the beef prices and the prices of everything, you see that yourself. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're especially in the months of, uh, I said, June, June to August were really, really hard. We were down like probably 20 to 25 percent in wow. sales from the previous year. But it, it the weather is getting better and we can kind of see it kind of, you know, climbing again. But yeah, those, the summer was very, very hard for us. It's almost like it's one of those things where either you just got to, in your mind, stick with it or. Right. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah. And guess... yeah. And, 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 you know, the, the cost of meats being so high, it's kind of like you don't want to cook a certain amount of food and no one come. And it's like, you're going to end up throwing that away. But if you don't cook enough, then, you know, people get upset. It's just, you, you never know in barbecue and, it's hard to kind of explain that to people, you know, without them getting upset that if you run out of food, you know, by two o'clock on one day, it's like, you know, we, we cooked the exact same amount we did last week. And just this week, the weather's nicer. And so more people come out. That's a really interesting thing that I've always thought about. But to gauge for barbecue is to figure out, you know, I, I, know, I know that people keep gauges for year to year kind of trying right. to see, but it's still it's different and the weather has been so different too that oh yeah yeah like it's we've it, it, it's weird it's weird it's weird to think that, or uh but like whenever it rains we're we're busy 
which I, I don't understand that, but I guess people want, you know, they want to go home and just sit yeah. on the couch, eat barbecue and just watch TV. What's your mix for to go to people staying there? Do they have a good well, mix to go? Yeah. So whenever the weather is nice, we'll, you know, we have eight picnic tables out there and usually when the weather is nice, those will all be covered up. We'll have a little bit, you know, about 10 to 15 person deep line. And it kind of just stays like that from 11 to two o'clock. But whenever it's hot, it's, you know, all to go. I mean, no one wants to sit outside in Texas, get the meat sweats. Do you have covering over your picnic tables? Yeah. So it's just little umbrellas, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not enough. We we would like to get some, some sort of covering, but where we're at now, we're not permanent. So we can't really make any like permanent structures. So the umbrellas have to do for now. So people need to keep going to you giving you tons of business so that way eventually you can move to a yes. location that has covering and then they, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What is your menu? And then also like what would be an ideal platter for that you would, like say I came or somebody came, what would you recommend they order? I would probably go with the uh, pork belly burn-ins just because I do like a couple different, you know, every now and then I'll run specials on them. Pork belly burn-ins are always on the menu. I've done a pork, uh, peanut butter and jelly pork belly burn-in. Oh, a, uh, Nash- yeah, Nashville hot burn-in, and we did those pop rock burn-ins, which was for Father's Day, and people loved them. But, <laughs> but definitely the pork belly because there's there's so many different things you can do with pork belly. But you know, brisket in Texas, you know, I feel like once once you get to a certain point, all brisket's gonna you know taste similar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would say pork belly is probably something that stands out for us. So you have brisket and pork belly always. Yeah, yeah, brisket, pork belly always. Uh, we have uh, spare ribs turkey, sausage, and pulled pork. And what sausage right now, do you have one or two different types of sausage? Yes. So right now we just have a jalapeno cheddar. It's uh we're using heart brand. Like I said, we're just using that kind of a Benny Keith brand right now, just because we've been slower. So we're trying to cut out the sausage making process, but Makes sense. once we, yeah, once we get busier, then we'll start making our house made sausage again. And then what sides and what's your favorite side? Uh, I think our favorite side is probably our potato salad. And uh, our, but our other sides, we had mac and cheese, potato salad, creamy corn, broccoli salad, and uh, bruised beans, pinto beans with brisket in them. So what makes your, is your potato salad a family recipe or is it just? So all of our sides were kind of, uh, me and my mom kind of just got in the kitchen after I decided that we wanted to do this. And you should have seen us over at her house. It was like stuff was everywhere. We were adding all kinds of stuff and we kind of uh, just, it's crazy. We just came up with all these sides all in one day. And we were like, oh, these all taste good. That's and, cool. Uh, that's that's fun. Yeah, so that, but no, no, no family recipes. No, there's no background in barbecue, restaurant, nothing. And so, uh, yeah, everything was made that day back in 2020. And that's a cool memory to share yeah. with your mom too. That's really big. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And that, and then, yeah, that'll like, that's a legacy that'll live on. That's, that's really, Oh yeah. That's nice. And that those, it, w- it would be fun. It would have been fun to have like video of that for just for yourself. Of yes. You, of you guys like testing your stuff and trying it. I'm yeah. Sure. But yeah. Back, like, oh, this back then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back <laughs> then really, we were just, you know, we were just like, Oh, we're just doing this for fun. We don't know if it's going to go anywhere. Then, then it happened. Dessert wise. Do you guys have dessert too? Yeah, so uh, we do a uh, bourbon banana pudding, and my mom also makes a bread pudding, and she makes a coconut rum sauce that we drizzle on it, and then we also put uh, we can also put the pork belly on the bread pudding, and it's kind of like a coconut rum pork belly bread pudding. Oh my gosh! 
Wow. Is that like, yes, a, is that like a secret menu thing or is that do people? It's, it's, uh, it's kind of on Saturdays. We'll run it at specials, but it's always on our full barbecue. We'll have the banana pudding, kind of the bread pudding. It's whenever my mom, you know, makes it, we'll, we'll run it special on Saturdays. Oh, I want to come on that day. That's, that's yes. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's legit. <laughs> it sounds like all this like everything that i love is like is so rich but it just it sounds wonderful uh yes the, on the burgers do you do like doubles or something or did i see like doubles or triples or something like that? yeah or? yeah we do uh so we do our normal burger which comes with barbecue sauce and cheese we do a double burger which comes with barbecue sauce and cheese and we also have the Cowtown, which comes with two two brisket patties and a quarter pound of pork belly burn-ins with green chilies on it well, that's and then barbecue sauce yes <laughs> And that that one is very good, and you will definitely need a nap after eating it. <laughs> what was that? What's that called again? Uh, that's called the Cowtown Contender. Cowtown. So that so we basically came up with that name because we did a uh, burger competition out in Fort Worth, and you know Fort Worth called Cowtown. So that's kind of how we came up with that name. That's cool. So so then you first you foresee then like then do you, do you ever foresee doing a brick and mortar, or do you want, always want to kind of like the way that you're in the trailer because. Yeah, yeah, we we They're like one of the first people like said they like that. That's cool. No, yeah, yeah. We I would just like a you know a bigger kitchen. You know than what we're in in the food trailer. It's you know eight feet by twenty feet. You know we got one hundred and sixty square feet of just kitchen space, which is not enough. So I would like to get something you know that's maybe you know a thousand square feet, fifteen hundred square feet plus a pit room. We had talked off camera too. You had taken the Bill Dumas uh, class, his uh, sausage making class. Can you talk a little bit about? what that class is like? Cause I don't think I've know if I've talked to anybody that has taken it. Oh yeah. So he, he basically walks you through the whole process of uh, sausage making. And uh, I, I went there with my buddy Blake to go with me and uh, we, we did it. It's on a Saturday and it's from Saturday, I believe from eight in the morning till 5 PM. So he has kind of each day in the fridge as like day, like day one, day two. And he shows you the process. So you're able to make kind of a sausage while you're there and take it home. And uh, when we were there, he just so happened to have ants, like fire ants from, uh, they're called Chikatanas. And uh, towards the end, he was like, do y'all want to make a sausage? And we were like, yeah, let's uh, let's make one. He's like, what, what kind do y'all want to make? And he's like, well, I have these ants and these grasshopper eggs. And he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know Bill, so we were like, okay, yeah, let's 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 do that. And he's like, are y'all serious? Y'all really want to make this? It's like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah. we ended up making uh, chikatanas and a uh, grasshopper egg sausage, and it, it turned out really good. Probably had just come back from Mexico, right, or something. Or... Yes, yes, yeah. And the, the the ants, you should have seen the ants are are massive. So you can see them after you uh, cook the sausage. When you slice it up, you can see the little ants in the sausage. I don't know if I and saw get, this. You got to send me a photo of this. Oh, my oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have some in the freezer, but uh, yeah, I, I want to get back up there and do a little collaboration with them. Maybe do that again. That was fun. That is awesome. It's, it sounds so disgustingly wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, his his class was great. He basically he breaks it down from the science behind everything. Uh, you know, all the steps, the curing process, the binding, all that stuff, and. I remember whenever we were about two hours into it and I looked at Blake, I was like, man, this, this seems like a lot of science behind this sausage making. Am I sure I want to start doing this? <laughs> but then, then once you get the process and steps down, it, it, it all comes, it, it ends up being okay. Yeah. And he loves it, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he, 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 he's, he's very well at his craft. And also too, like if, if you, if you're curious about making sausage and you want to learn from someone great, like you get to spend what you said, almost two days with him. 
Yeah, so, uh, so some of those classes are uh, two to three, or I think two to three days, but we did one that was uh, from eight in the morning to like 5 p.m. Oh, so you just did that. Okay, so, I, thought, I thought that was right. two days in that. Okay. Right. Yeah, so he has he, like he has the processes like drawn out in his fridge, like labeled, like you know, kind of day one, day two. So basically, when you get there, you start grinding it up because it cured overnight. So he yeah. he kind of breaks down the process, but explains every step to you. Oh, that's real. That's yeah. really cool. So so then when when you have the ability, you probably are going to be making scratch made sausage again. Oh yes, hundred percent. Because we we rolled it out whenever we were you know doing you know, pretty busy in business and uh, people loved it. Then we took it away. Then, but the, the heart brand, it's a jalapeno cheddar Wagyu and it, it's a, it's a solid sausage, but no, I mean, I don't think anything compared to homemade. Yeah. But I've heard good things about that. And I think that's an option that a lot of people have used if they, right. uh, yeah, if they don't have the ability or, you know, time is it, like everything counts right now, time wise and money wise. Yes. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. And also too, you know, it'll be fun to do, to, to do the, the collab with the, the ant. Wait, so what, what's a grasshopper egg look like? It, I, I forget. Yeah. It's, it's just little tiny, little, little egg. Like, yeah. Right. Like little it's, beads pretty much. What do those taste like? Like, uh, like yeah, those, those, yeah, I feel like those didn't really have much flavor to them. Like the, like the ants did. The ants are like real earthy and they were actually really good. Uh, they had like their like little antenna. yeah well they, it's, it's like it's like oh. the uh, the back the back pretty much like the back ends of the ants is uh. like i guess where they get all the flavor and they dry oh, yeah. them or something yeah it's such a weird like yeah. it's yeah no it's like people eat funky stuff around the world that's yeah. that's cool yeah. that you got a chance to incorporate <laughs> yeah um, only bill would have that kind of stuff yeah and you're not gonna probably have that on your menu at your restaurant <laughs> yeah no right but do a collab at brotherton someday that would be fun oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> That's crazy. What do you want people to know about Smoketown that maybe we haven't discussed? Like, what should they know about Smoketown? Uh, I mean, just that we love serving people. You know, we we really enjoy making food and letting other people enjoy it. But yeah, we're, I mean, we're a family business. Family is a big deal to us. And serving people, that's like our two biggest things. And if they come out there, how long do you think they'll have to wait for food if you're saying there's a line but not like maybe uh yeah we we get through it pretty quick i mean if there's a line of like 15 people the 15th person obviously wait in line but once they order they're not waiting longer than like 20 minutes. that's not bad and then also yeah if you're in dallas how how far away would you say you are we're about 30 miles east of dallas okay and now it's fate something that other like vintage stores or antiques like is it like yes a- there, there's a, a downtown they're kind of working on uh you know it's building the whole downtown they want it to be kind of a a downtown where you can walk around and explore different you know shops and retail but right now we have uh we have four checks bakery which is uh kalachi bakery oh, cool. and it's it's really really good i think it's better than uh or one stop in west i'm sure you've heard of that but yeah, uh, yeah. and we also have pablo's it's a mexican restaurant we have it's fake creamery, which is a ice cream homemade oh, cool. ice cream, really good, and that's in downtown. But out at the truck yard or truck food hall area, we have a coffee place, margarita little food uh, trailer, and we also have a Casey Soul, and we have a like a charcuterie. Uh, oh, cool! Food trailer. Oh, nice. And like, do you feel like but, do do people say because you said it's fake creamery? Like, it's like you say it's fake creamery. Is that what you call it? It's yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's fate, Kramer. Yeah. Uh, do people say like it's fate that you're here? Like, do people use the word oh, fate yeah, a lot? Yeah. 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 So we we we, we uh, made uh, shirts whenever we first came over, and it said meet M E A T your fate, 
Ah. It's kind of like our the back of our shirt. <laughs> I like that. But there's a, there's a big yeah there's a big mural in uh, the downtown area that says fate brought brought us here. That's cool. That's awesome. And and then also too is there are there any other barbecue joints? Are there any? Is there any? Because oh, there's in Roy City is there something? Yeah, there's a session. Sessions, right? Yeah, sessions. Yeah, smoke sessions. Yeah. So you could make like a little. You know, I was just trying to think of like barbecue runs for people. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's we have us over in Rockwall County. You have us. Then Hunt County, which is Roy City, you have uh, uh, Smoke Sessions. Then you have uh, Ernie's, uh, which is in Greenville. And then if you go further east, you got uh, Slaughter's and Sulphur, which he's about 45 minutes away. Oh, that's cool. So, you can... But if you're coming out towards this side, you might as well, you know, hit up hit up a couple of us and yeah. head back towards Dallas. Definitely. No, it's, 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 it's worth the road trip to visit you, but also, too, it would be fun to visit some of the other friends and people out there and stuff. So. That's what right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. And it's such an interesting story just for the mere fact that you started a restaurant during the pandemic, but that you've, you know, that you went all in on a dream and, you know, it's, hasn't been super easy, but it's, you know, it's worked and it's, 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 you're, you're enjoying yourself, right? Correct. (laughs) I I, want to change it or trade it for anything. Well, have a great one. And thank you again. And hope you're, hope you have a good week. All right. You too, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. bye. Bye.